Welcome back to another episode of Movie Issues. I am your host, Leland, here with my good buddy, Spooky. What's up, peoples? We here at Movie Issues just like to watch good, bad movies in general. Just kind of like to talk about them and make them, make them sound funny. You're a big old movie nerd. You you know you know you know directors and screenwriters and you know you you know your shit. I'm just a dude who likes to laugh. Yes, I am a movie nerd. I went to school. <laughs> you had a big old education there. Yeah, clearly, which is doing me some good. Hey, you got a podcast. Moving right along. So, it is Friday, February 10th. But there is something else going on in the movies today that apparently I didn't really uh, care or know about till eh, a couple days ago. I knew it was coming. <laughs> so so are you saying you started caring three days ago? Because I, I don't think you still care that much. <laughs> and, and to it's be fair. It's not that I don't care. Yeah. I just. It's happening. It's happening. There's nothing I can do about it. Star Wars Episode One has been re-released today in 3D. And there is nothing that we can do about it. It is happening. Uh, it's, it's true. Now, neither, neither one of us. As big as Star Wars fans as we are, true. Uh, essentially growing up with it, both of us are kind of on the same side that it's it's unnecessary. Uh, but you know what? Like I I do know there there are some kind of good aspects to this. Let me be clear: not unnecessary that it's being re-released. Unnecessary that it's in 3D. Yes, that's actually, where my issues at. Uh, they want to re-release Episode One every ten years. Knock yourself I'd out. I'd be so down every, for that, honestly. Oh, oh, good. So you can go be bored in the theater every ten years instead of being <laughs> bored at your house. Because let's be honest, everyone in that theater already owns it. I think that's my other issue. Is I'm like, you already own it. You're yeah. paying twenty four dollars for a movie you could watch in the comfort of your own home with your family in your underwear with a beer. You don't get that in the theater. Let me hear you. Unless you're in Paris. <laughs> Fuck Paris. <laughs> they, they serve you a beer. I'm not talking no paper cup. I'm talking about a glass of beer. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh my you, god, I have no air. I'm gonna pass out. You were ready for that one, huh? Oh. I dropped some pulp fiction on you. <laughs> um, what I what what I really see is the benefit is. Oh yeah, with cheese. Yeah, I know, right? You dig it the most. <laughs> oh, there goes some water. Ugh. It's the theater experience. Valid. Now, I I can say I've seen every Star Wars movie in theaters. I'm not old enough to see it when the original trilogy was originally released, but when the special editions came out, I went every opening weekend for those original trilogies. <laughs> I think I saw Jedi. I I mean I saw them all. <laughs> I was like, I gotta see that new scene, and then I saw it and I was like Oh no. oh, no, there's a musical number. Uh, it, George Lucas, Spider-Man 3, Jedi. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh, you just like, tainted it. Like, like, like what? why is there a musical number? <laughs> I miss Slice Noodles and Lopnicker. That's all I'm saying. Like, I enjoyed that. <laughs> um, so I, I definitely figured something to be said for experiencing the movie on a big screen. Uh, valid. Uh, now, I mean, essentially why we're upset uh, or not, not, we're, I'm not, not upset. we're not upset. Not upset. I'm not gonna the reason why tip we, over a table yeah. asking for my mac and cheese or nothing. What we disagree with is the fact that it's 3D. Yeah. That especially when we get to the original trilogy movies, 30 <laughs> years old, <laughs> not filmed, in not 3D. filmed for 3D. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's it's gonna be what it is. It's gonna make a ton of money for for Lucasfilm because he's hurting. Well, let's let's be honest. 
His, his Scrooge he, McDuck vault that he likes to swim in to keep him young. No, you know, I don't think he does that. That's more of a James Cameron thing in my mind. Like, I don't see Scrooge McDuck with George Lucas. I feel that he just digitally implants himself in, like, a lock. You know, like, ooh, look, I'm in my vault, you know. Look. But Cameron, no, nah, man's diving in the change. Just, just... Naked, just change, just sticking to it. Just, just leaping through it like a dolphin. Yeah, he's just like Avatar. Ah. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna make two more, and we all go, why? Uh, I mean, it's, I, I feel slightly bad. Um, old, old news by this point, but he's, he said that he's retiring. Yeah. Um, and, and I feel bad because he feels pressure from the fans that, you know, it, it's just making him quit. I feel bad that we essentially affected him, but. I mean, we have a right to our opinion. Depending on what your opinion is, he has the right to do whatever he wants with the movies. But we have our opinion to be upset about it. And, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just going to happen. I don't know. I guess, you know. Teach their own. Yeah. I, I, I have said this before. I am not a prequel hater. I'm not a prequel lover. Mm-hmm. It happened. That's cool. Do I feel it took the balls away from Darth Vader? Slightly. I agree with that. But, hey, you know what? It's all good. Because I enjoy the Clone Wars cartoon. I think that thing is pretty solid. I mean, I'm I'm still playing Star Wars Old Republic heavily. I That's love... good for you people who have PCs. I know, I know. Uh, I told I mean... you, I just don't get why they don't convert him to Mac. Does he not want more money? <laughs> I'm like, I'll give you the money, man. I'm like, I will... Pay for the $150 special edition. I'll even pay you $15.99 on top of it. But nope, you don't want my money. That's cool. Yeah, I that's don't cool. think I don't think that's his decision. Fuck you. Fuck him. I want I, I want to play the game. I know. I know. I know. Uh, I mean, essentially, George Lucas still has to his credit creating some of the most iconic movie characters. I mean, I, I was going to say geek, you know, cultural phenomenon, but really movie characters in scenes yes um ig88 I mean, amazing <laughs> i mean like you ever see a robot bounty hunter that looks like a dildo no <laughs> bosk <laughs> bosk i mean still to 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 this day the lightsaber is the coolest fucking thing ever created yes the lightsaber amazing i know right? every kid's dream to have a sword made of pure energy. Made of a laser. To cut things off other people. <laughs> Granted, I'm not going to lie. Every empty Christmas wrapping paper roll essentially is still is a lightsaber. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I own replicas of lightsabers, and I don't play with those. Like, those stay where they are. Oh, but the paper tube. Oh, paper tube. Just yeah. get on. You, know, those, you get the hell out of somebody with it. But, so... We just wanted to make mention that it's, it's episode big. one is happening. It's big. The real test will be if next year, if we're all still here mm -hmm. for episode two. Because the Mayans don't kill us Mayans, <laughs> I always say, you know, you know what, you know what's going to cause the end of the world? That he's going to announce George Lucas. He's going to he's going to announce. He's like instead of retirement, I've decided. I'm going to remake the original trilogy, and every nerd's head just cannot fathom it. And that is what the end of 2012 is to me. We just shut down the internet, and then the world falls <laughs> apart. At that point, when he, if, not, 
look, this probably is never going to happen. Probably not. But, but you never know. <laughs> but if it did, do you think, would it be okay then for publicly for people to be like, oh, George Lucas, I hate him. Like, would that finally be an acceptable if, phrase? If he, if he get, decides to go back and remake the original trilogy, yeah. uh, I think that might be fair. Yeah. <laughs> then, I can, then I can fully... I'll join that revolt. Like I'll fully get behind those people that'll be like, he raped my childhood. <laughs> Which I don't understand that comment. I never have. It's pretty like, harsh. It's a I, hard... wait, I hate that. He raped my childhood. Really? Did he? Because yeah. I, mean, I still see the original trilogy DVD VHS on your shelf so yeah. you can watch it I still love watching Raiders of the Lost Ark and shit like so it is February and Spooky and I are kind of holiday theme kind of crazy like there's so many movies it seems just appropriate Right, and as we were looking through the calendar of the year, there is a, there's probably a holiday almost every month, depending, not a major one, Yeah. not like we're going to do a movie for fucking Arbor Day, yeah. but and And <laughs> we're not going to go, we're not going to go as crazy as like for Christmas or for Halloween where we spend a month doing No, movies. Halloween is, I gets extra weeks. We're <laughs> just going to add weeks. Of just Halloween. half of September and half of November. That's how I play Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> but February is Valentine's Day. The, the, the love day, you know. Um, singles awareness day. For for the bitter, lonely folk. Uh, VD day is what I've been referring to it. Valentine's Day, it makes you think of love. And there's always the big time of year for the romantic comedies, which is yeah. a genre of film in itself. Yes. And has been forever. It's not like it just kind of popped up with Pretty Woman. They've been making them for a long time. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the, the term romantic comedy is kind of new, but... You know, essentially this style of movie is, you know, old as hell. So we thought for Valentine's Day that we were going to just, we're going to do a couple romantic comedies. Yeah. This week and next week we'll do romantic themed movies for, to celebrate Valentine's Day. Or the day of love making for people who aren't single. The day for, for making the sex. Getting funky with yourself. Nice. Yeah. But growing up in my household was a strict rule. My mother only allowed movies to be watched <laughs> that had happy endings. Like, her, her policy was, there's enough shit in the real world. Let's watch something happy. So I grew up with a lot of comedies and a lot of romantic comedies. <laughs> and then my dad, you know, anything that shit blew up. So yeah. I, anything, you know, those are good. Um, so... I grew up watching a lot of romantic comedies to the point now where I kind of enjoy them on a level that probably shouldn't be enjoyed. Like, I kind of get a kick out of them. If I see a new romantic comedies opening up, I will probably think to myself, I will definitely rent that. I don't go to the theater and see them unless I'm like with a date or something. That's a completely different subject. Yeah. But let's be honest. I've seen a lot of romantic comedies by myself in a theater and I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm proud. Do you like romantic comedies? <laughs> See, this is where where we kind of differ. I'm very much not uh, a big fan of romantic comedies. Um, I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, it's 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 not a genre for me. Although I I never kind of had it. Uh, I have no like happy family memories to associate it with. Um, what you have no happy family memories to associate romantic comedies do, with? Do we need to talk about it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> 
Maybe another time. Uh, no, like to me, like to me, growing up, just they're chick flicks, and that's still kind of how I hold the take. Maybe that's sexist. I don't know. I'm just being me. It's it's just <laughs> I don't know. Chick flick to me doesn't mean romantic comedy. I guess I, romantic comedies to me are a comedy movie that just happen to have a romance in them. A chick flick to me is the Notebook. Oh, that's a fucking chick flick. Or anything with Bette Midler and her friends dying, you know, or like <laughs> Sally Fields crying over a Julia Roberts dead grave. Like that to me is a chick flick, you know, tearjerker movie. Yeah, yeah, sisterhood. Yeah, uh, yeah, something with traveling pants and yeah, shit like yeah. that. <laughs> Those are chick flicks to me. And I agree. I apologize if it is sexist. That is not my intent. No. Um, yeah, yeah, to me, it's just kind of anything where no one's getting shot at. <laughs> What, Any, what, what about the romantic comedy action movies that have sprouted up the uh, last couple of years? <laughs> now, some are okay. Uh, Notice I didn't say good. Yeah. I said okay. <laughs> uh, it's it's just not a genre really really for me. Fair now, enough. I'll I'll take I'll take a girl and suffer through all kinds of movies. You know this this is where I suffer. She's gonna have to suffer later, but you know <laughs> that way everybody wins at some point in the date. <laughs> is, now, she, is she suffering later with the sex? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know romantic comedy. I, I'm I'm a sucker, man. Like even if I'm flipping through channels at one a.m. and TBS rolls by and I see like a, a relatively attractive girl bend over. To pick up a piece of paper that she's dropped I'm on in. the ground. I'm all right. Keep, keep, and, 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 and a dude keep bends over to to pick up the paper and they smack heads together. And no, you're no, like, no. oh, well, I guess I got to find out if they're going to get together with a kooky gay friend or the wildebeest friend. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's always that poor girl that you're like, oh, you, you're like a wildebeest, but you got a lot of good advice. <laughs> that used to be a girl who just wasn't as attractive as the leading woman. Now they kind of play up like the ugly friend role. With with actresses who they really kind of ugly up on purpose. Yeah, it, it, um, bridesmaids. I I throw that one in there. Yeah, uh, I I see what you're saying. They do kind of ugly up the friend a little bit. It's kind of insulting to that actress. Yeah, I think so. Because you're like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, but it's Hollywood. Can't we all be pretty? Oh um, no. Well, we're not in Hollywood. We just talk about Hollywood. I was there. They kicked me out for not being pretty. If we were pretty, we wouldn't be having a podcast. We'd have a TV show. Hell yeah. <laughs> Leland and Spooky Lately. <laughs> I like where you're going. I said we pitch this. But, I mean, in every uh, February, they always bring out a romantic comedy. Yeah. I mean, this year's big one is um, This Means War, the Chris oh. Pine, Tob Harney action comedy romantic spy movie. I... Which I clearly will probably end up seeing somewhere I, along I really the line. have mixed feelings about that movie. I had mixed feelings until I saw it was Reese Witherspoon. I was like, she's not worthy of those two guys. I was like, that's Bane and Captain Kirk. You get a better actress. <laughs> How dare you be Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> I, I have mixed feelings because I've really got a boner for Tom Hardy. <laughs> and I really, I just want to see every movie he's in. He's a damn good fine actor, too. Yeah, he is. He's but amazing. I, and I think him and Chris Pine will be really funny together. Probably. But, Probably. I just, but they're fine over Reese Witherspoon. I know. See, that's where the movie takes me out. I, that's where I lose the... Nothing the, against the, her. I think she's very talented, and she can go home and have her sweet home Alabama all she wants, but I just don't see her being fought over by those two guys. The bottom line, she's not 
they're better than her. To me, she's the same character all the time. Yeah, Sweet Home Alabama. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, even even in Walk the Line, kind of played Sweet just, Home Alabama. <laughs> kind of played Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> but speaking of uh, down south cooking, that's true. That is a it's, beautiful segue into today's movie, which. I brought this to your attention about a month ago, and we were on the we were at the gym working out, and you almost fell off the treadmill. You were laughing so hard when I described what this plot was, and that was I, I could honestly say I think that's kind of where the podcast kind of was really starting to come together. Yeah, but we're tonight we're going way back. Being a fan of the romantic comedy genre as I am, there is a big difference between the ones that were in the eighties. To the way that they're filming them now. The formula now. is much different now. So, then over the next week, we're going to do one from way back where the formula was very standard. And we're going to do one from recently where the formula is a little different. So, this week, we're doing the 1984, I'm going to say classic, but I'm not sure if I want to use that term. I, I may actually <laughs> own this movie now. I may go find it. <laughs> not available. Oh, I'll find it. <laughs> Rhinestone is the title of tonight's movie. Directed by Bob Clark, who is the same cat who directed A Christmas Story, which I do find is very funny. I love that movie. So, this is a Dolly Parton, Sylvester Stallone film. I'm not going to repeat it, you heard me correctly. And that's where I was in. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... They are both at the height of their career in the 80s. He has won an Oscar. He's Rocky. He's fucking Rambo. He is the biggest name in Hollywood. And now Dolly Parton's fucking Rambo. Wow. Nah, just, she is a big name from country music, breaking into acting and whatnot. And it was a perfect pairing. And, and uh, he co-wrote this. Like... Sylvester Stallone co-wrote this yeah. movie. I mean, but like he wrote Rocky too. Yeah. So I mean, I he, guess they were like, well, movies. they were like, well, he's a writer, so let him write all his other movies. He also <laughs> wrote Expendables no. too. So let's yeah. let's not give him too much praise. That is true. For those of you out there who've never heard of this movie, let me just Spooky's going to tell you what this movie is quickly about. Uh, so essentially, the back of the box says. She's bet everything, and we mean everything, that she can turn this New York cabbie into an overnight sensation. He has other things in mind, but he's never had a trainer like this one. Yeah. She's going to turn Sylvester Stallone, Rocky, Rambo, Super New York. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Super New York. Into a country western music star. Uh, In... And I know what you're thinking. No, this didn't happen. Let me assure you, I've seen it. All two hours of it. It happened. (laughs) And yes, he sings. Let's just bring, let's just smack you with that right away. (laughs) I mean, you you knew it would have to happen. Uh, And it is his voice. Oh God, yeah, it is. Because he can't sing. (laughs) It's, oh my God. I mean, even even eventually by the end of the movie where he is the refined, polished musician with quotes, yeah. <laughs> he still sounds like Rocky. Um, now, I the, 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 the movie is 
is honestly hilarious. I I <laughs> it's, laughed. It's pretty funny. I laughed so much. Um, but I came up with a line that I think that I think summarizes the uh, the the dynamic of the movie, and it's pizza pie meets Frito pie. I'll be honest. I don't know what that means, so I'm gonna just move on. The South's a big fan of it. Well, they will rise again, which is yelled. <laughs> which he says a couple times in this film. Oh my god! Do you want to know what he turned down to do this movie? Oh yes. <laughs> he was offered romancing the stone. Oh. Which I'll be honest, he would have been horrible yeah, for him. Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner are amazing in that. Yeah. There's no reason for it. This one hurt a little bit. I guess he was also in kind of in talks to be the Beverly Hills cop. Now, like, no, like Eddie Murphy wasn't going to be in really? it. Like, it was going to be Stallone. Like, oh that is that, a dreadful idea. That's terrible. Because Beverly Hills cop is amazing. Yeah. So you don't want to. Oh, it would have been a completely different movie. Would like have. he would and not so have been sticking a banana up a tailpipe. And like so, so would romancing the stone. Essentially, to it me, would, it would have been a you, horrible movie. If you, you you already have Sylvester Stallone in Beverly Hills Cop. It's called Cobra. Oh, Cobra. That's what that probably would have ended up being. Oh man! Oh, two Cobras in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie is considered one of the greatest flops of the 1980s. It got, I think, everyone won a Razzie on this. Yeah. Across the board. I mean, it's kind of sad because you, these are two superstars at the time. Yeah. But nobody I, was interested in watching Sylvester Stallone sing like a cowboy. It's true. And wear a really gaudy, glittery outfit. Oh, my God. With fringe that had to be about five feet long. It looked like Riding a, a horse, a fringed horse. Yes. A rhinestone fringed horse with down. Like, with like LED lights oh, scrolling on it. That said rhinestone. Yeah. Riding it down Times Square. Yes. No. Uh, but that's we, that's just not things that people want to see. But, I don't but think. we jump we jump ahead. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um it was really it's really tough to kind of pick specific things about this movie uh to really kind of focus on. Um so, so you, we kind of have to take one step back, essentially look at what's what's happening all together. I, I brought this up in the movie because I found it rather be confusing. Now, I have never been to New York, never lived in New York, nor was I a child of the country music scene in, 19, in 1984. My biggest question, I guess, was there a big New York honky-tonk movement? Well, I have to assume so because... They made this movie. I would say, I would say, uh, yes, there were some big uh, country western fans in New York. Probably some honky tonk bars. To say that if there was a movement in New York, <laughs> that I would doubt. I, I, and I don't know. There very well could have been. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not yeah, being I mean, mean to any of those we, people. I'm just we, saying we, we can't say. I just this, find it rather odd for but this, this club, club. This club is like. The, the Studio 54 of, of Country Western yes. bars. I mean, there was so many like people in Times in Square. Uh, yeah, in fucking Times Square. Yeah. Like, they were near it. Like, it yeah. wasn't like, hey, you want to drive down to 67th Street? Like, no, it was like, no, no, no Times Square. It's here's right Broadway. Yeah. And here's the Rhinestone. And you're like, wow. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, everybody in the bar is uh, essentially authentic, uh, you know, country western looking fans but the club <laughs> itself is kind of like the hooters of country western bars yeah the bad guy 
Freddy yeah, yeah. is he he acts and talks like he is kind of like he's Scarface in the yeah. beginning of the movie. He's got an all white suit. He's kind of got the the Tony Montoya hair and the rings on every oh, he's got, finger. Yeah, he's the got diamonds. four rings. And... Yeah. Ugh. It's 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 kind of a big mess. He's going around just kind of pushing people around, and and we find out okay, well, he helped Dolly out of us out of a cinch. Uh, the club is his. He has a contract uh, of Dolly's, and she's stuck there. Which is weird because, but no, it's I guess it's like I said in the movie. I, she's from Tennessee, which yes. which we'll get to. They go to in the movie, but. It's weird to me that she found herself in New York to be a country western singer when everyone just goes to Nashville. And clearly she's talented because they she's show the that. She's the star of the club. Right, she's the star of the club. And there's that one creepy guy. Well, he's not creepy, but he's just kind of gross. And he was like, hey, I can make her into a star. And he won't let her be a star because he holds her contract. And you're like, all right, if, you, if you're all about the money. But he's Why keep, don't you just make her big? But he's keeping her under his thumb because he wants to knock her boots. Basically, it's like yeah, a lot of innuendo in this, too. Like, they don't call out her big boobs in this. Oh, but they make references to them. They make yeah. jokes about them and, often. And, and, I, and I guess that's okay because that, that's been her act. You know what I mean? True. So I guess it's, it's okay. It's, I kind of it, found it slightly sexist, but I guess Dolly that's... Parton. It's It's... It's not subtle. Shit. No, like, not at all. Yeah. No. And like I told you in the movie, which you looked at me like I was crazy, but one of her quotes is, it takes a lot of money to look this trashy. And how do she looks trashy? <laughs> but, but you know, I guess that's just, that was her look back then. So, and it's not trashy in the sense of like, she's a like slut. Gutter on a, trash. Yeah. Thing, like she just little little hole little 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 hole for little the country south. western little, little country little yeah. little i'll show you a little something something down with this low top halter <laughs> but that's it no midriff yeah no midriff i've got standards well you Mister. had a theory that she has a fake midriff anyway <laughs> so she's trapped in this club and it's just kind of going so so essentially uh she makes the deal with sleazy freddy uh that they she if she turns the next guy that they find the very next guy the very she next sees. guy yeah. which you know it's it's kind of a something you see in movies still that kind of like the next guy who walks through that door they still do it's a good gag kind it of, still yeah. works you know if if she makes him a star in the club you know essentially wins the crowd over because this crowd hates everybody apparently yeah. in two weeks that's a, there's a time yeah, limit on she, it she has two weeks uh, then. She's out of her contract. Correct. If not, she's in the contract for five more years, and she has to have sex with with uh, Sleazy Freddy. Sleazy Freddy here. And of course, the next person she sees is New York cabbie Nick Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone, which, which is awkward. And and his he, introduction is amazing. He is really everybody's kind of over the top in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there. <laughs> Everybody's playing I their slap you in the face. <laughs> Everybody's playing their character really big. Sylvester Stallone is the New York cabbie of which every New York cabbie is dissolved from. Yeah. She is the most country western gal who ever fell off a wagon. They're all at 11. Yes. Yeah. Faster and more intense was clearly what was being told on the set. But for this movie it really plays well. It it's does. It's a lot of fun. Even when they go to Tennessee, which was where which she has to teach him how to be a cowboy. 
essentially her plan is, okay, if you're gonna be a country western star, you gotta live it, you gotta breathe it, you gotta soak it up. So she takes him to her home podunk town in Tennessee. Where? Mm-hmm. Mm, where? There is nothing but people with two teeth in their mouth in those openings. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of missing teeth in the, <laughs> those with, with, the with these extras. <laughs> those are the, hey, you want to be the movie? All right. I always want to be in pictures. Yeah. It, ooh. Um, which seems stupid. Like, you can't just stay there in New York, save the day of flight. You know, like, you you really got to practice hard with Sylvester Stallone. He has no talent, but he has all the ego of a rock star. Yeah. Which he doesn't mind showing when none of his buttons, you know, button up past his stomach. <laughs> like, every button-up shirt, like, halfway up, just wide open. Let, let, let's take a moment to address the wardrobe of Sylvester Stallone in this movie. He's pre-hipster. Yeah, it, he's... It, it, but it was the 80s, so it was okay. Yeah. Sort of. It was the style. But at one point, he's wearing a weird domino... He's got a domino pin on his lapel or something. And, and you were like, oh, that is the dumbest pin. And then like two seconds later in the movie, someone calls him out on his <laughs> pin. And I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. But I think the, the, the he was wearing a bomber jacket with no sleeves. Yeah, something like that. It was like a yeah. vest. <laughs> wow. He's, he's got a couple shirts with no sleeves. The rest of them are very <laughs> tight. Oh, tight's not the He's word. Got, Actually, they, they were so all, tight. Everybody's wardrobe is tight. This movie. Every, yeah. Dolly Parton couldn't breathe. I mean, I mean you, she her dress is so tight that one with the fringe, nipples poking through the fringe. <laughs> I, it's just you're just like, oh, that's oh, wow, Dolly. Like, oh well, get on you. It's, it's just it's 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 kind of amazing. But again, kind of fashion in the eighties, kind of what Dolly was already doing. Kind of you know just mimicking what's what's going on yeah uh but uh so so they get into tennessee where you meet dolly's family well uh, you just meet her father he was actually kind of a cool character I, he he was he, he was a kind of an, an endearing father figure i kind of feel there were some more relatives in her town that you just weren't introduced to so you're gonna go stereotypical just assuming everyone was related in that town just for the joke yeah all right fair enough okay I mean, about a second wasn't true. Yeah. Uh, we meet the uh, second kind of villain of the movie in uh, this this ex boyfriend named Kale, Ugh. who is just kind of um, he didn't need to be there. Yeah, he's just kind of a dick, really, to just kind of stir things up. She spends so much time trying to teach Sly how to be a cowboy. There is only one small scene for maybe ten seconds where you actually. See her sh- teaching him how to play guitar. Yeah. They're like sitting by that river. Yeah. Two just... horses clearly alluding that they possibly they have there. ridden yeah. them. And you're just kind of like, nah, they, that didn't, didn't, they, happen. they didn't ride That's a horse. <laughs> Sebastian's alone didn't get on yeah. the horse. That 30 second scene was enough. She taught him how to play guitar and they fell in love. Like, you can see, we're like, oh, look at that. They're yeah. having that it's, moment. It's the opposite to track. Yep. And and they you know they have that sexual tension since the beginning where he's all up on her and she's like I don't want none of it, but let me tell you what happens, she gets some of it later. Mm. <laughs> Whose bed have your boots been under? Yeah, I know a couple uh, country songs. Remember when we worked in the music store? Yeah, it happened. 
Something soaked in my brain. I can't help it. I Don't just, blame me for this. It's not my fault. I just Don't look at me like that. I can't believe you Shania Twain me. Like, I just, hey, I'm not saying I know all of them. I'm just saying there's a couple that stick in my brain. Couldn't I even, can't. Couldn't even Garth Brooks me and you had to give me fucking Shania Twain and uh, shit. Thunder Road? Thunder Rolls, but we'll move Whatever. on. <laughs> it's, it's obviously one of the genre that I was familiar with. Uh, I have to admit a little bit, I'm kind of a hick. Um, <laughs> uh, my mom was kind of a, she was kind of into country music. So I kind of know what's going, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to, I'm going to be open about it. I may or may not own a 21st century master's collection of the works of Dolly Parton. I'm not saying it may not be there. Just saying, it might be true, maybe it's not. I don't know your collection. I've never seen all your, all your CDs. That's true. You know? <laughs> CDs, please. You still have some CDs. <laughs> Digital, that shit. <laughs> oh, so it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand some of the things that they were teaching. Like, she was very adamant, but like, you gotta walk like a cowboy. And he couldn't walk like a cowboy. He walked like Frankenstein. And she was like, think of, like, you're having jock itch. And that was the, the, like, the, the running gag was, if you walk like you have jock itch, then that's you, then walking walk like, like a, a cowboy. cowboy yeah. And I was like, really? I just assumed it was, you rode a horse all day long. Because your ass and that's, is sore. Right. <laughs> like, 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 you ever have hemorrhoids? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've had jock itch once. It, I didn't walk like a cowboy. <laughs> I didn't walk at all. Yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> fucking sat spread eagle until I was all With better. A fan. Just, yeah. was just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I just felt like it was a lot of inconsistencies were kind of weird in this. With, it's it's weird, but because it's she, funny because it's a movie, and that's what they want to make you laugh. And we had we laughed, yeah, so the formula good. worked as far as the jokes. It's it's just weird that she spends pretty much all the movie teaching him how to be a cowboy and not a musician. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Like so much is focused on that aspect, on the uh, blooming relationship between Dolly and Sly. It's uh, that would have been a better title, Dolly and Sly. Dolly and Sly. <laughs> if I ever have two cats, I think I'll name them Dolly and Sly. That'd <laughs> work. That's yeah, not true. I hate cats. <laughs> True story. Get uh, one of those hairless cats. I do kind of think those are cool. Ah, uh, creepy. I think that's why I like them because they're creepy. And ain't gonna know me got a goddamn hair on my couch. Um, <laughs> like holding a hot ass. <laughs> Just... <laughs> like the, the movie breaks down. Sly is the stereotype Italian New Yorker. Yeah. And she is the homegrown. You know, buxom, bucks, bus, buxom, <laughs> buzzum beauty. She's done pageants. We know it. She's well, done that, some with pageants. That wig, yes. <laughs> All of them. Her, her helmet hair. Her hair didn't move. No, no. <laughs> like, the top of the hair never moved. <laughs> were, there's a wind scene at one point. You're like, oh damn, that, that hair is pretty good. <laughs> it's like Stallone's hair is like Luke Skywalker in it outside looking at the two sons and shit. Look <laughs> at her hair, just bam. My dad had that hair. <laughs> My dad loves Sylvester Stallone though too. So, uh, but hey, what's there not to do? He's fucking Rambo, and I and he's also really funny. And it, it kept dawning on me: is he funny or were we just? He's funny in this movie. He's funny I don't know. Movie. I I I was really embarrassed. For you know him. what? But he seemed to be working it, so it didn't matter. It looked like everybody had fun doing this movie. Yeah, granted, everyone looked like they were having a pretty fucking good time on that set. And and to think that he co-wrote this movie, I have to assume. Some of these jokes are his. That 
or he has a soft spot for country music that he don't let no one know about. <laughs> like, can you imagine? He gets in, I have to assume he's driving some sort of giant truck. Probably. Like a Hummer or something. Yeah. He gets in it. Two of them stacked on top of each other. <laughs> just because he's Whatever. so big. Yeah. He just, he just rolls up the windows, turns on the radio. It's fucking like Reba McIntyre. <laughs> and he's taking fancy home. And you're just like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> That or I can go even more stereotypical. He turns into uh, some sort of uh, Conway like, Twitty. No, or some like old so, school. No, no. I was gonna say it's something like he turns on his car and it's the, the track list from the Olive Garden. Mama loves mumbo. You know, so it's that kind of shit. You know, like you're sitting there trying to enjoy your pasta for jewel, and then like some guy comes over, he's just like, ah, would you like to And then you hear all the this was the night, and you're just like, oh, come on, people. How fucked up is it? You ain't family. You know? <laughs> but we see Sly's family when they come back from Tennessee. Like, they're, they're having this whole little party. It looked more like a wake. <laughs> well, well, I am Italian. That's how we roll. <laughs> Everything is dressed like a funeral. It is true. But his family runs a mortuary. So also... <laughs> Forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> also appropriate. Um, there was nuns at that party. Yeah, that, was, that was weird. <laughs> and Dolly Parton goes... Don't ever love a man. And you're just like, well, they won't. Well, they love Jesus. <laughs> They're already married to one. <laughs> They're married to the big JC. Um, but like your help, Dolly. Uh, like uh, Sylvester's, uh, Sly's family is like super Italian stereotypes. Yeah, very handsy. Yeah. <laughs> like his dad married to the mother. Mother in the movie still is like, if you can't handle her, you'd call me. You're going to call me. That was a weird scene. Like. I don't know. I, I I know it was supposed to be funny. Yeah. But like I, I took it to a dark place real quick. <laughs> like Sylvester Stone's like talking to Dolly and his dad's like, Yeah. He yeah. can't land it. Yeah, so he's just like he's like his dad's you, like, Hey, when you when you when strike you out, call, you call me your up. papa. And I'm just thinking, like, to do what? Like <laughs> like what are you gonna call like are you guys gonna get in the menagerie together? Because uh. that's awkward. <laughs> it's like I don't I don't want uh, look, I don't wanna see that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pay to see that. <laughs> um but at this point like, at this kind of family get-together, uh, Sylvester Stallone's like, oh, you know, like I don't want to be a cabbie no more. I want, I, want, I want to be a singer. I want to be a musician. I can Which do it. he's just magically suddenly had this dream within a week. Yeah. I said this, yeah. yeah, this whole movie happens within two weeks. Uh, but she's like, mm, no, like... You you learned a couple songs like you're not yeah, she you're not a calls musician. Him out. She, she, she kind of shits on him. Well, let's be honest. She was playing the Simon Cowell role. Very well. True. She let him know, you ain't a star. Yeah, yeah, You don't got boobs like me. You ain't a Actually, that's not true. At one point when they do kiss, I did make a reference. It was like the biggest ladies boobs and the biggest man peck boobs coming together and smashing. It's just what it was. Watching like planets collide. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's, 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 it seems like, well, if she was going to down on him at any point, it should have been before he spent two weeks with her learning... To be a Not cowboy. even that. Not in front of your whole family. Yeah, it's also in like, front of the party and everything. That was and the only scene that was like, I was just like, nah, man, this is this is just bringing it's, the movie yeah, down. It's, it's, yeah, it's a downer for the movie. Um, but it comes right back up because the next scene is the competition where yeah, like he, he's, he, he he owns it. He's, he's going to do it. Yeah. He, he still wants to go through and, and you know, go <clears throat> and come through on his, on his arrangement, on his deal. Dolly is like, well... He ain't going to make it. This crowd's going to eat him up. She has no faith in him whatsoever. Yeah, she has no faith. So she's going to go, you know, sleep with Slimy Freddy and, <laughs> you know, suck it up, 
she ain't she ain't gonna welch on her deal. So Because a cowgirl never welches on her deal. That's right. Mm-hmm. So uh this is this is uh Sly's chance to uh try and be a hero. And he does. He sings, yeah. he sings. He well no, but, but before that, mm. he he finds out that uh Dolly went to Freddie. She she's gonna go through with it, and he hops on the rhinestone horse Oy. in his like rhinestone outfit with a rhinestone cape and a collar up to his jawbone, rides it into Trump Towers. Yes. And uh confronts confronts Freddie. And that's when she decides. Maybe he does have what it takes. And I do love him. And I do I love do him. love all of him. Five foot six of them. <laughs> he was wearing some big heels. Yes, yeah. They did a lot of close up on his shoes, but when they do, you're like, oh, that's a, that's he's, a, that's he's a got, big cowboy heel yeah, there, aren't yeah. you, Slow? <laughs> I mean, he's not five six. He's probably five eight, maybe five ten. Oh, no. But, man. you know, he's relatively short to your standard action hero. I think, I think it doesn't really matter because you don't even notice how he could be tall, he could be short. I don't know. I, you know, Dolly's a little lady. He's just really athletic in this, so you're not really paying attention to how. Yeah, I mean, he's got short he's he got he's got guns. He's got his rocky well muscle cut. still. You and, know, yeah, he's looking. And good. that's the thing that, you, as you got to remember, Sylvester Stallone is Rocky. He's motherfucking Rocky yeah, for the time. This is a weird departure, right? And here's the best part: he doesn't get to punch at a single person in this movie except once. She does all the fighting in this, she does. and she knocks people out right and left. And you're just kind of going like. Are they gonna let him throw a punch? Because he's Rocky. She's not Rocky. <laughs> it's like, you know. Well, if Rocky throws a punch at a civilian, then he's just gonna kill them. Uh huh. That didn't happen to Ivan. Well, Ivan was a monster. <laughs> but talk about Dolph Lundgren either. Talk about Bridget Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know who that is, look her up. <sighs> Scary as hell. Save yourself, don't you've already seen Grace Jones. Just imagine just pull that picture back up, make her white. It's pretty pretty close. Oh, I so, love that. So, so the two the two go back to Rhinestone. He gets up in front of the crowd, starts bombing, then says, Fuck it, I'm gonna do it my way. You know, and pretty speed, much speeds it up a little bit. He pretty much starts channeling Bruce Springsteen at that point. His stage performance is very kind of dancer in the dark, or as you called him during the movie, the boss, because he is the boss. Bruce Springsteen is the boss. So Sly does it. He wins the crowd over. They're all cheering him on. Freddie loses the contract, loses Dolly. It was not that he ever really had her, Mm-mm. but she's free out of her contract. Sly is uh, a hit tonight. <laughs> yeah, they, tonight. <laughs> they sing a duet. They admit their love for each other at the end. Actually, while the credits are rolling. And they kiss. Freeze frame. And that's it. 80s freeze frame. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I guess you can assume that, uh, you know, when the, when the credits are done, they're together. Maybe they keep going at this music thing. Uh, uh, I'm pretty least, sure they broke up two months later. At the very least, he can still go back to being the worst cabbie in New York. <laughs> As we like to do here, me and Spooky are uh, big fans of the alcoholic beverages. Liquid courage to some. Moonshine to others. If you're of the region. 
Well, we are if talking got, the South. If, if you knew what a Frito pie was, then you probably at least know what moonshine is. Yeehaw. Them Duke boys be at it again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have, a, we have a movie rating system that we like to use, uh, essentially, of a six-pack. How many beers does it take to help you get through a movie like Rhinestone? Ah, three's good for me on this one. I, Not to get through it. Just because it's so fun, I'm just drinking. I really enjoy this movie. You don't need a beer, do you? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, and, and I, I mean, like, I understand why it was a bomb in the 80s. Oh, God, yeah. You watch it, you're just like, oh, this, I, I get it. This is a horrible, horrible movie. Like, like I, I, what, what's the budget and the return on this? Uh, the budget was $28 million and it only took in twenty. So, yeah, I mean, it didn't even make its money back. Uh, and, and I get it. In the 80s, I can see this being a bad movie. But now, in an age of, like, irony, this movie is really funny. Yeah, it's it, funny for all the wrong reasons, though. Well, yeah. But, I don't and, know. Do you, ever, do you find that in the age that we are now in, when that is a thing, where we are laughing at things for the wrong reasons, do you think it's kind of insensitive? Um, I think maybe it's unfortunate. I don't think anyone should make a movie for that purpose. But what it does do is it can give a movie like Rhinestone a second life. Essentially like Ed Wood. Ed Wood made terrible movies but became a cult classic because he was bad. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, Rhinestone is no, uh, is no Plan 9. Oh no, this clearly has a plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, I've seen Plan 9. Ouch. Yeah, and it's <laughs> you know, and I'm a lover of Ed Wood films, and I'm like, I don't, I don't get what's going on. <laughs> it's like, and it's 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 not a movie that really, you know, I'm saying everybody should go out and buy, demand, no. demand for it to be put back into print or anything like that. No, no. <laughs> but if you get you're, the chance, you're good with the Netflix. Instant. It's on. It's on Netflix right now. Get some friends, as we always suggest you do when you know when we when you see a movie we're talking about. That's to probably have a pal with you. <laughs> this movie, I really enjoyed. I really laughed genuinely at the at at the Spinal Tap take it to eleven <laughs> acting and, and character portrayals from from Dolly and and Sly. Because really, I mean, everyone else they pro- they they played it fairly straight. You know, if, if you're a, a down home Tennessean, or if you're a I don't know, maybe it's a word. And uh, maybe, or maybe, you know, you're, you're a New York, you know, cabbie. Like, everyone else, fairly realistic. The two of them, just so over the top. They're like, really, even the dialogue, even the banter back and forth, I found really funny. So, I, I wholly support, if you get the opportunity, watch Rhinestone. <laughs> and, and that's weird coming from me. But you, you know what? It's bound to happen. Yeah. And, and hopefully that's what we do here at Movie Issues for you. We turn you on to a movie maybe you you wouldn't have given a chance. Or maybe, you know, you just pass it over. Or maybe you never even knew existed. I'll be honest. I would have passed this over by the cover alone. That cover is so, man. Special. <laughs> the word rhinestone is so glittery. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of sequins. Put bedazzlers into overtime on oh, this man. one. And, and, then, and then the bar waitresses. Glitter. Glitter just, just they look like an like a Christmas elf pooped on them like just just sprayed down and oh, rolled so in a bed of glitter. glitter. These girls were putting strippers to shame. Not even showgirls had this much glitter. Yeah. <laughs> showgirls. <laughs> Maybe later this year, I don't. 
That's on the list. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, that's a movie. <laughs> I Puppy Chow wants to. I'm so excited. Oh, God. That's really I'm so excited. <laughs> no, no, Zach. I need them. I'm so <laughs> scared. <laughs> On that note, we will leave you be. Enjoy your month of February, the month of love. Uh, yeah, if if you have that, if you have a special somebody, um, if you have a halfway special somebody, if you have somebody you're just very casual with, you know, go ahead. This is the month to enjoy them. Half special someone. Yeah, kind of special. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of insulting that person. I kind of like you a little bit to make you suffer through maybe, rhinestone. Maybe you me. have maybe you have arrangements. I don't, I don't judge. Oh, like one of those special. One of those, yeah. Special. It ain't gonna be so special after this movie. <laughs> but it is February, the month of love. Well, at least the week of love. <laughs> Two weeks for us. Yeah, fair we're, we're gonna spread this out. Just like venereal diseases <laughs> <laughs> on VD Day. Uh, so hopefully uh, everybody has a happy Valentine's Day, however they celebrate it with uh, with somebody or by themselves or with rhinestone. That'll do, pig. <laughs> That'll do. You can reach us at movieissues at gmail.com or over at the Facebook. Movie Issues. Movie Issues. <laughs> Facebook slash. Go ahead and like us there. We, uh, we post trailers for the movies uh, we're going to podcast about that coming friday uh we find some news we, we post that up it's a it's a good spot to definitely interact with us yes well all right i will see you next week sir enjoy enjoy the valentines i'm, I'm gonna get uh the the chocolate hearts the day after when they're 75 percent off and and drown my sorrows i like the little um chalk tasting little hearts really? that say things like be mine Kiss me, whore. I enjoy those because mm. they're only like twenty five cents a box, and for two bucks you get a shitload of hearts. I'm good after one box. Uh, I like to have one maybe in the middle of June. <laughs> they taste like chalk. Yeah, they're 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 good forever. They're they're the candy corn of Valentine's Day. <laughs> See you next week. See ya.